Welcome back to episode number 20 of Top of the Hill. My name is Daniel Monday. Thank you for tuning in and checking us out. Now, as you might have heard from the intro, a little bit of a different start today. Now, based on some feedback that I've heard, people uh, found my voice a bit hard to hear um, and the music, the background music that was playing throughout the uh, podcast um, and made it a bit hard to hear, so I've turfed that and changed this new format. Hopefully, this works a bit better. Thanks for the feedback, and I do appreciate uh, your feedback that you do have, positive feedback, and also um, suggestions for how I can improve things too. It's only relatively new to this podcast game, so happy to hear your suggestions. If you've got anything you want me to feature, definitely let me know, daniel at dpmtransformation.com. Now, on to today's bit of action. Uh, how to fix your lower back pain. Now, a few people you know, have um, asked me this over the years and especially, you know, if you're more vintage and older, 40 plus basically, you're going to find yourself at some point or another, you're going to have to deal with a bit of lower back pain. Um, it might be as a result of your past history for you know, whether it was playing sport or um, or maybe just you're more prone to it because of your job and you know your seating position but you know the more the older we get you are more susceptible so it's important for us to know how to deal with it if it does come on and this is what today's little bit of action is going to help now the other um, couple of reasons why we do get it but like I said before because of the job your sedentary lifestyle is the main cause um, so even if you think most of your day you spend seated whether you're at work you're sitting at um, on the lounge when you come home after the kids are in bed and you're relaxing, when you're getting to and from work, you're, sit, you know, you're sitting down, whether you're driving or on public transport, it's the cause of, you know, it's how we spend most of our day, to be honest, unless you're lucky enough to have a job where you're out on your feet and out and about. Um, so placing, you know, one of the reasons for the lower back um, grief because of that is because the hip flexors get tight because uh, we spend so much time sitting down, and also too, you got to think when you're sitting um, when you're sitting down, you're going to uh, your lower back, and your spine is compressed every time we're seated. So the longer you're seated, the more compressed your spine gets, and the more likely you are to suffer some grief at some point. Now, obviously, I'll state the obvious before we get into some tips on how to fix your lower back pain. If it is a serious problem, I want you to have it. Make sure that you really uh, go and get it checked out by physio. Chiro, um, chiropractor, acupuncture, cryotherapy, whatever your go-to form of treatment is, you're going to find what works for you and your body. But there's a few things that I want to share with you today that you can do once you've been given the green light from your physio or your medical practitioner that can help you get back on track again. And that's what I want to explain a bit more in today's episode. So the first thing we can do is keep moving. Now, in the old days, you might remember, and you might have done this yourself, was to rest. Lower back flares up, okay. Time to sit it out, scale things back a bit. And I've done that and I have found my back has taken a lot longer to get back on track when I have had a flare up um, compared to when I have kept moving, whether it's through walking and just doing some low intensity exercises like some back extensions and so forth. If you're a swimmer, uh, swimming's great as well. So my first tip is to keep moving. Now, obviously, you're going to scale that back down. You're not going to work at your normal intensity compared to normal. You might even throw in a few hover holds on your knees and so forth to work on the abs um, and to work on bracing your core. Now, the other thing I want to suggest is some foam roller action. Now, a bit of regular foam roller work is going to be great because you can – there's a couple of ways you can do it now. 
if you have a long foam roller, which um, I definitely suggest you get one of those if you have the space for it. They don't take up much room. But these long ones are about 90 centimetres or so. But if you lay long ways, so it's going to track along your spine, you're going to start with it lay on your – so the top of your head is on at the end of the foam roller on one end and it'll run basically down your tailbone. Now I'm pretty tall and I can find – or six two and a bit and I can find that it fits me quite good um, if you're shorter you won't have any issues at all if you're a little bit taller than that you might have to uh, compromise in having a little bit of your head a little bit of your tailbone off but most people are going to fit on that so laying on there for 10 to 15 minutes for as long as you can just do it down the night the kids are in bed I find that's going to be a great little thing that you can do the other thing a bit of foam roll with trigger point release so just rolling back and forth on your lower back if you've and maybe on your upper back as well. Um, but any spots that are tight, if you feel there's some knots in there, spend a little bit more, a little bit more time on that. This is when the roller is going to be going across your body, so not running down this time. After you finish doing the long ways, lay down, just lay down and relax. You might be on your phone or you know listening to the TV or podcast or what have you, but whatever works for you. Um, but the thing you could do is place the roller uh, horizontally, so basically you're lying with it going across your lower back rolling back and forth a bit of um if you find a spot that really hurts it's it really feels tight you that's the spot you're going to work in go back and forth on that uh this also works if you've got a little massage ball you know those spiky little balls there trigger point relief they're quite good too now obviously if it's a pain too intense don't do it but uh, what you should find is it will start to uh ease that means you're getting a little bit of relief the other thing that will work good for you is a, a, um, a cricket ball, but obviously that's a bit hard as well. Uh, if you are just starting off doing this, you might want to try a tennis ball because that's a little bit softer and you might find that your body copes a little bit better with that. So it's a couple of things that you can do for that. Um, and the other thing I would do with these little trigger point balls and massage balls, you can really work those into those tight spots in your glutes. You've got, you'll find a little spot in your glute because your butt muscle, the glutes, they're going to be tight. Um, and what you'll find, if they're tight, putting more strain on your lower back. If your hamstrings are tight, it puts more strain on your lower back. And if your hip flexors are tight, like I mentioned earlier from us sitting down all the time, that's going to put more strain. So you can do a bit of trigger point relief with these balls. That's what I would try and do is work around line. So your hip flexor, if you're um, at the front of your – at the body right next to your groin area, at the top basically where your underpants region is, where the, underpant, where the top of the underpants would normally sit on the side – that's basically your hip flexor around that little spot. So you can roll back and forth, get a bit of trigger point relief on that. The other uh, thing I would do is work the ball around to your side on your hip as well. That's going to be a little bit tight. And also, like we said before, your glutes will be tight. So sitting on the ball and you work that around to you get that little sweet spot and just sit there, you get a bit of relief. And uh, you can also... Go, coming back to the foam roller again, you're going to be, uh, you'll be able to find that's going to give you a bit of hamstring relief as well. So definitely try and think about that as one of the main ways that you can help as well as keep moving to help try and treat that lower back pain. Uh, definitely you want to do a hip flexor stretch as well. Now you can Google how to do a hip flexor stretch. Uh, you'll also see a video of mine on YouTube if you type in how to fix lower back pain and DPM performance you will see that one come up and this is basically an expanded version of this podcast where i show you the hip flexor stretch where you're kneeling down so if i, could, I know it's hard to describe in um audio format when you can't actually see me do it but what you'll do basically you're kneeling down you're going to have 
your knee, you have one knee on the ground, you're going to have the other leg with the foot on the ground. So you're taking a knee on one knee, basically. You're going to squeeze your butt cheek in the back leg. So the knee that's on the ground is going to be your back leg, and that's the butt cheek you're going to squeeze. Now, if you lean back, going away from, like, towards your butt, lean back, that's going to hit that, that's going to hit that stretch that little bit deeper. Obviously, do it on both sides. Hold it for 10 20, 30 seconds, the longer you can hold it, the more effective it's going to be. But that is the best ways that you can help fix your lower back pain. The, um, the easy things you can do in this short form. Now what I want to do is delve into a couple of ways, a couple of exercises that we can implement that can help make that back pain um, ease and to help make you stronger as a result. Like I said earlier, your hamstrings, in the back of your legs, those muscles, the butt muscles, the glutes, and your lower back muscles, they're all linked in, and your hip flexors, they're all linked in. Chances are they're all going to be tight and they're going to be weak because for most people, the quads, which are the muscles that run down the front of your thighs, those big main muscles there that we've all got, those are normally the dominant ones for most people. So what we want to do is try and get a bit more balance back and focus on strengthening all those muscles in the back half of your body, the posterior chain, as it's known. Now, what you'll find... And TPM, for those that do my sessions, you'll know that uh, we do a lot of exercises um, that you're about to find out for these five exercises, but we do a lot of hamstring, a lot of butt work, a lot of lower back work, and this is why, because we need to strengthen this posterior chain because that's most people's downside, uh, downfall. Now, let's go to some uh, five exercises that will help you. The first one's a back extension, just on hands and knees, opposite arm, opposite leg. Now, like I mentioned earlier with the uh, hip flexor stretch, you'll be able to find these on Google, uh, especially on my DPM performance channel on YouTube as well. I'll show you. You'll be able to find examples of all of these ones. Uh, another one that we can do is a weighted bow or a deadlift. Now, a weighted bow is basically a deadlift where you're standing up, your knees are soft, and you're bending at the waist. Uh, the difference between a deadlift and a weighted bow, the weighted bow, I call them doing a bodyweight version of a deadlift. The, uh, in the deadlift, you're actually adding a load, whether it be resistance tube or a kettlebell or you know dumbbells or weights, whatever you want to use. Um, Another exercise we can do which is really effective is a hip extension or single leg hip extensions. These are the ones when you're flat on your back with your knees bent and you're lifting your butt up and down in, uh, off the ground. Try not to let your butt touch the ground on the way down. The single leg ones crank up the intensity for that as well. Um, another one that takes that to another level is called a glute bridge march. Same starting position as you do for the hip extensions. So you're laying flat on your back, your knees are bent, both feet on the ground. This time around, you're going to lift your hips in the air. You're going to come up on your heels, so your toes are pointing up towards the sky, and you're going to alternate. You're going to drive your legs back one at a time, alternate, driving them back towards your tummy, and that is going to kick everything in. And you can also, as for all these exercises, you can use bands and tubes to make them a little bit more effective uh, and add a bit more intensity to them, or a foam roller with your feet on the placing your feet on a foam roller too. Now, the most important one, which I've saved to last, is a transverse abdominus activation. This is the one that everybody should be doing right now, and you can do it absolutely anywhere. Now, the best way to do this, uh, it's a good example, if you can feel where your belly, uh, if you can feel where your belly button is now, you're going to have two fingers on your belly button, draw a line around to your lower back. So try and keep it around the same sort of position. But what you'll do when you find your spine, separate so one finger on each side of your spine. And the reason why we do this is to see if you can get that transverse abdominus activation happening. Now, 
this transverse abdominis is the muscle that's deep down in your core. It's normally the muscle for most people that's weak, and that's why a lot of people have lower back issues because this transverse abdominis isn't as strong as it can be. The best way to test for this and the best way to get it stronger is to just, while your fingers are holding in that position, draw in your belly button. Now, some people like to say draw up and in or draw in whatever works for you, and you should feel some pressure come onto your fingers. Now, if you're trying this right now, which I would suggest you do, if you're not familiar with how to do this, don't hold your breath, but say your fingers are either side of your spine in the opposite side of where your belly button is, so obviously you're on your lower back, and either side of those, either side of the spine, you should feel some little bit of pressure come onto your fingers. Now, if you can't feel it, don't worry. We need to get a bit more practice, and make sure you're doing it right. Start with your fingers again, both fingers in your belly button and now trace around to your lower back, either side of your spine. Try again. Draw in your belly button. Try not to hold your breath while you do this. And you should feel that little bit of pressure. Now, that's the exercise that we've got to do as often as you can. If you can hold that for 10 seconds. And if you have a cue for doing this, what I like to say to people, so every time your phone rings or every time you get an email, every time you get a message on your phone, every time you're checking social media, every time you stop at a red light, if you're driving to work or in the car with the kids or if you catch the train, every time you stop at a train station, have a cue, something that happens all the time and that way eventually it becomes second nature and we spend most of our day walking around doing this. That's the easiest exercise you can ever do to get your transverse um, transverse abdominis a lot stronger than what it is and it's also going to be the best way uh, especially when you combine it in with the other four that I've shared to help reduce your lower back pain and so hopefully this little video uh, sorry this little podcast which has gone on for a little bit longer uh, than what most of them do but after a week's break uh, we may being away last week hopefully the uh, uh, the info has hit the spot and hopefully you can find it beneficial now as per always, like I said at the start, if you've got any ways I can improve this podcast, if you like the new format, let me know. I'm love to hear your feedback, Daniel at dpmtransformation.com. And also, same deal if you've got any questions that you want me to answer on any episode, I'd love to hear from you. Now, before I wrap up, thank you to those who have already rated this and reviewed it on iTunes. And thank you, especially for tuning in for another week. I'm Daniel Monday. This is Top of the Hill. Until next week, over and out.